When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. November 1st, 2022. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. NXT 2.0, I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Afrikanoa and NYC Demon Diva Issa. And the chat room speculated the order in which we showed up tonight was I was here first, then Issa, then Alfred, then we went on the air. But why the hell do they think I showed up last? I want to know reasons. Is there a stereotype they're trying to exploit here? That's all for the Wrestling Inc. podcast, folks. Thanks Glenn, for tuning Glenn in tonight. Has a, Glenn has a reputation. <laughs> Glenn has a reputation for not being on time. I, I caught that true. from the chat because sometimes I feeling wait, I feeling on different second. shows. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I see the chat saying, "Oh, Labar is on time." Oh my Glenn, and I'm like, "Oh, hold on, hold on a second. Don't don't talk, don't be talking shit about my other my other team. You know, like we don't do that." Let me ex- on the bar. Uh, the chat was correct. I was here last, and uh, you know I do tend to. Now let me explain something a second. <laughs> we get done watching wrestling most weeks. Issa is finishing up a live stream. She has things going on. Alfred, sometimes you have to write things quickly mm-hmm. to to get the news out while it's newsy. Certainly. And I I go I brush my teeth because you know I normally just had dinner, and uh, I put something on. But I like oftentimes I'm here first. I mess around with my sampler. I mess around with my setup. Now, occasionally I'm late. And usually when I'm late, it's a stupid reason. It's like, oh, the shirt's wrinkled. I have to find something else to wear because I want to look good for you all. I want to present at my very best. So we occasionally that, I am last. Occasionally. Yes. Glenn is a perfectionist. Well, I wouldn't go that far. If you, if you, if you ain't first, you're last. It's true. Through second is just first in a long line of losers. I like if to think save the best for last, but no, if you're second, you're just the first one to lose. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, it's just it's just all from like the the like chest and shoulders up. Like you know, I'm I'm wearing sweatpants right now with this. Oh, I'm like, fully this up. I even have high heels on. Just want everybody to know that. I don't I don't have facet. Struggling for your entertainment, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. So, tonight, NXT. Boy, do we have a long ways to go until the next NXT pay-per-view. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But, before we get into things, there's some news. And I'm assuming the top story is that it was a dark day at Chase U as they lost one of their prize students today who was uh, released from NXT. Yes, quite possibly the darkest day in the history of Chase U, as Bodie Hayward will no longer be a part of NXT. It looked like he was going to be absent temporarily, and they were going to do a love triangle between Bodie, Thea Hale, and Duke Hudson, but it was 
announced that Bodie Hayward has been released alongside four other developmental prospects who work on television, but Bodie Hayward being the most newsworthy. And he took to his TikTok, IG Reels, whatever you want to call it, and he announced that he has been released. He said that he owned it, so must have been something that happened. But Bodie Hayward no longer in NXT. And the streets did tell me, I take this for what it's worth, the streets did tell me that uh, Triple H didn't like having egos in NXT. That was all that was told to me about this. So take this for what it's worth. Nobody knows what happened with Bodie Hayward, but I thought he was a good addition to Chase U. I thought he was fun to watch in NXT. I was looking forward to his growth, but for now, he will no longer be here. So Brady Booker is gone, Issa. Yeah, it's a sad day in Chase U altogether. I think that was the biggest loss out of the list of releases that I saw. We'll see where they go with it. Yeah, he was like definitely not uh, one of the main stars in NXT, but I would say he was a prime supporting character. He really was the first breakout student in Chase U before Thea Hale joined. Now whatever they're doing with Duke. But no, look, I mean, I like the guy and I thought he had a very positive energy. Of course, we don't know the, the full story. Uh, you know, I was thinking, I was like, man, if AEW wants to add a third varsity blonde, He's certainly got the look, certainly got the the collegiate pedigree uh, as a former star athlete to chase you. But yeah, it's um, to your point, you know, maybe maybe uh, there was some backstage issue. I don't know, but it was it was just notable. And NXT, I think NXT is kind of famous for this with the releases. They've done a lot of like, oh, they were in the middle of a program. Oh, they were just on TV and then just like, nope, they're gone. Yeah, it's funny because a lot of times they would do this during the Vince McMahon era where they would make these mass budget cuts without telling anybody. So they were kind of caught with their pants down. Now that Triple H is in charge, you haven't seen really any of this. And it's not fair to compare this to the mass release scenarios that they've done because this is only five. But Bodie Hayward was somebody who was in the middle of a program, somebody who I felt was doing just fine and starting to get over with this crowd. And even on tonight's show, when they did the segment that showed that Bodie Hayward was no longer there, you could hear the audible groan within the crowd because they were sad that Bodie's gone. So very random. And yeah, it probably was something that happened, maybe a tiff backstage or maybe a learning lesson for Bodie. But I really do hope that he comes back, whether it's to NXT or is able to land on his feet. Yeah. So who else uh, was released? Are there four other uh, developmental talents? I can pull up their names here. Uh, nobody and in, in the names, I don't think any of them have been on television. Uh, let's see. Sloane Jacobs was one. She's 19 years old. Erica Yan, Damaris Griffin, and Bryson Montana. So they've hmm. been featured on Level Up. Got it. Level Up, which we keep threatening to watch instead of Rampage. Yeah, we'll do it one day. And we're not going to tell anybody. We're just going to cover Level Up like it's normal. Well, let's do it on a week when Rampage is like live. <laughs> Come on, Issa. We're going to make you do it. We. <laughs> we could do it the way we used to do NXT and AEW and have to watch two shows at once, which is the most miserable I've ever been in the history of podcasting. Yeah, that was wild when we had to do that. What was that, last week or two weeks ago? We had to watch two shows. We just did it. Ago. Yeah, two oh, weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, imagine wow. doing that for like six months. That was a that was an insane time. I don't know how we got through it. Yeah, that sucked. Um, what else is going on in the news? Uh, speaking, of, speaking of things that might suck, it looks like the Saudi Arabia show in Crown Jewel. I'm not talking about the show itself. I'm talking about this situation, very serious situation developing in Saudi Arabia as the government is warning against potential attacks from Iran. Of course, this weekend, this Saturday, 
WWE will be back in Saudi Arabia for Crown Jewel for Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul, but there is an imminent threat, it seems, of an attack from Iran. WWE has not canceled the show. No changes have been made as of right now, but this is something to be monitoring, an international incident potentially between Saudi Arabia and Iran that could implicate WWE superstars. Issa. I get stressed out every time they go out there. And I feel like that stress doesn't go away until I know they're back on the state and everything is okay, especially since we had the whole plane gate, remember? Oh, yeah. Um, so I personally, I, I have mixed feelings about all the Saudi Arabia shows because as much as I don't stand up for, you know, the beliefs over there and what they do, I also believe that you shouldn't take it away from my children and fans to see their heroes in real life, right? Because when you when you go back to those experiences that we in these songs get, we get spoiled. We can see them anytime we want. You know, you forget that some of these people can't. So when you think about it that way, you don't want to take that away from them. But I don't like every time they go over there. And then I saw this report today and I was like, oh no. <laughs> like I already feel anxious without any of these things going around the internet. There's nothing that we can do other than hope for the best. Yeah, um, I, I really hope that uh, the performers, the crew, the Saudi wrestling fans, everyone is okay and the show goes off without a hitch. And I think that's the thing he said, and I think you really touched on it. I think for all the issues that a lot of the media, a lot of the wrestling media and a lot of fans have had, I mean, it's it's the KSA government that the issues are with. Mm -hmm. It's not Saudi wrestling fans. Yeah, it's not, and then on the other side, it's not necessarily the wrestlers or the fans. It's more yeah. or less WWE is the one doing business with Saudi Arabia for obvious reasons. And if you're getting that Saudi money, you're going to have to also deal with those Saudi problems, which in addition to the civil right. rights problems that have been brought up, also the tensions among war with Saudi Arabia and their ops. So there is always seeming to be some type of dark cloud hovering over this. And I hope for the best. I yeah. hope WWE has precautions when it comes to all this. I remember the first show or two where it just felt like a spectacle for rich people in Saudi Arabia. Honestly, mm. you had those couches and like nobody in the front row looked like they watched wrestling a day in their lives. But there was a couple of shows where things turned around and, and there was actually a real crowd there and you were seeing the, the children's reaction and, and how happy they were. And that, when you think about it that way, it's just like, okay, let me put all of my believes in and and what i think about and just it's, it's an awesome moment for them right but i do remember the first couple of shows where i was like what are we doing <laughs> like you guys remember that right like it, oh, yeah. it was it, it, it felt like a shit show honestly but when you look at it like the last few the women have made so much you know like changes there there has been some positives out of this show but this just feels like it, it just makes you get on edge yeah. yeah. Yes, the last couple of Saudi shows have been fire in terms of the crowd because it did come off as an exhibition like nobody cared at first. And these last few shows, I don't know which show, I don't know if it was the last one, whatever show Bianca Belair had the one-armed press slam, that yeah. show I thought was one of the better crowds they've had all year. And I like that they're having yeah. the women's matches there. It is, you know, that, I mean, that was an issue a lot of people had initially. And uh, my main thing now, it's like Raj asked me if I wanted to do this Saturday. I was like, I'm not going to be awake on Pacific time when that starts. Uh, so no. Yeah, I will not be in. Uh, I'll be in Seattle, so I won't yes. be able to do anything. Wrestling is not really a morning, Seattle. an early morning activity for me. Yeah, it's weird, especially pay per views. It always feels weird watching pay per views in the morning. Football, not so much, but pay per views wrestling does. Hmm. What else is going on in the news? 
Well, finally, WWE Raw. Okay, get this. So hmm. WWE seemed to dodge a bullet last night because the World Series were preempted. By the way, the Phillies are just putting it on the Astros right now. It's not even close. Bro. 7-0 last I saw. <laughs> but yeah. uh, the World Series got out of the way, okay? So it was like WWE did $1.64 million last week. So it was expected, okay, they're not going to have to contend with the World Series. Maybe they'll get a bump. They did $1.501 million. That's down 8%, one of the worst numbers they've ever done. Can you imagine what number they would have done had they gone head-to-head against the World Series? Of course, this is on Halloween, which obviously a lot of families who probably would have been watching WWE were out trick-or-treating. Uh, they were also Nobody against was Monday out Night Football. You guys didn't even – you guys didn't even need tweeters. Yeah, I didn't get any trick-or-treaters, so I don't know whether we can blame trick-or-treating. Maybe they were out getting drunk. You know, maybe the kids were out at their auntie's yeah. house and the parents were out having grown folks' Halloween parties. But yeah, WWE Raw did a very bad number, even though they avoided the World Series. Uh, Glenn, what did you think about that number? I mean, it's tough, but it, it was a weird Halloween. You know, mm-hmm. my, my wife last night announces at 11 o'clock says, I'm, I'm disappointed by the lack of children. And I'm like, I thought we made a decision about this. Just, I meant the trick-or-treaters. Okay, good. It's all good. No, this was a weird Halloween, and I heard this everywhere. I heard people weren't going out. Like, what was everybody doing last night? They weren't watching Raw, that's for sure. Monday's a weird night to go out. It is. Yeah. But as a kid, like, okay, so I remember my most, like, badass Halloween scam ever was one time we went to Toys R Us, like, on the day of Halloween. I remember all those crappy plastic costumes as a kid with, like, the mask and, like, the plastic suits. They were selling those for, like, a buck a piece, so my, my dad let me get, like, five of them. And we just went around the block, and then we'd go home and change costumes and go around the block again and just go to all the good houses and get the good candy multiple times. And, like, so when I was a kid, like, I was a candy bandit, man, like, Degrassi style. Like, Monday wouldn't stop me. I'd be out there, you know? Got to get that candy, man. I was, too. I was a big pillowcase guy that changed my life when I found out. That's when you know you're upgrading. Not not this little, oh, another little plastic pumpkin. No. No. Just shovel it in, old man. Give me that candy. None of those raisins. (laughs) Remember there's always one house on the block? Here's raisins. It's a healthy treat. It's nature's candy. It's Bullshit, a great... man. We gave out full-size candy last night. What? I'm paying I, it I don't floor. think I've ever gotten full-size candy in my life for Halloween. Really? I'm oh. going to trick or treat at your house. <laughs> we got leftover candy. We had three trick-or-treaters last night. Oh. I know. So no one was watching Raw last night. Nobody watching Raw. So hopefully they rebound next week. Uh, very low number. Uh, bad news for Have to be a disappointment. You have Brock. You have Roman. That's the thing. advertise. Had they to loaded be a that show up. number for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got a championship main event where not that that was advertised going in, but they did change the titles. So it's not like there's one of these things through the body of the show that it grew. And the show started out hot with the big brawl between Lashley and Brock. And despite all their best efforts, not a good number. And that is the news. And before we continue, RIP takeoffs. It's been a hard day. I'm a oh, huge yeah, fan of right. Amigos. Uh, this time last year, November 17th, rather, we lost Young Dolph. And then this year, half ounce trouble, PNB rock, all died. Senseless gun violence. Hip hop has to do better. RIP, take off. Calvin R. Alexander, $5 super chat saying, sucks that Bodie and Sloan got let go. They showed promise. I understand if it's someone that wasn't on TV that they didn't believe in, but yeah, it is odd. Bodie, I, I, Chase you tonight did not feel the same without him. And, and this is bad. I mean, we'll talk about this, but it's like, I see Duke Hudson grabbing that flag. I wasn't huge on Duke Hudson to chase you. Now I'm like, you're just bootleg Bodie, man. I don't give a shit about you. 
Yeah, I actually was kind of into this story had they had Bodie Hayward. I thought this was going to be a cool story of like a love triangle that this NXT crowd would have really loved. And I think Duke Hudson's actually doing a good job in his role as the guy in Chase U that they don't want there. I think he's a good heel in this role. But yeah, it's really not the same. But Chase U can continue without Bodie. I love Bodie and everything, but this Chase U thing is bigger than Bodie, and it's something that you can replace him. And clearly they're moving to add some more parts to this storyline. Uh, they should start selling diplomas on WWE shop. They should. They, they really should make Chase U, even if it's like just some bootleg hour-long virtual course, they should look into making this a credentialed university. I, I want to see that on resumes. Anything else in the news? Uh, nothing else in the news. Okay. Tonight on NXT, <laughs> we open with NXT champion Braun Breaker coming out to the ring. And before he can start just uh, spinning tails and captivating us with that velvet tongue of his, because he's such a great promo, before he can do that tonight, <laughs> I just, the look on Issa's face. God damn it. I had it. I was going. The look on Issa's face broke me. Um, but interrupted by Pretty Deadly. Coming out there, posing. Side plate An incredible fit. Incredible fit. Yeah, this lady. It looked really good. Um, and then interrupted by Wesley. Wes getting like meta with it and talking about this is how it works. You start talking, somebody comes out. Like this, I mean, this this was like my GM mode in WWE 2K22. It's like I have to make a card for tonight, and I got don't have a pay-per-view. What if I have two singles champs take on the tag team champs in the main event? Like very paint by numbers, but Issa, what did you think of the promo, the pairing, and the setup for this tonight? It was weird. <laughs> it was weird. Uh, I, I loved uh, Pretty Deadly's fit. Uh, I thought I, I laughed. I crackled a little with the hair jokes and them filling their hairs. And then for a second, I was like, what am I watching? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, it was okay. At that moment, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like, oh, this is going to be a rough show to make it through. Yeah. Like, I knew it in the first five minutes of the show. <laughs> yeah. The thing was pretty deadly, and I think they're on their way to being a great act, and they've got just about everything that you need to be a great act, except for those live promos, because their vignettes are really good, too. But when they have to get in front of a crowd and do comedy and connect, which I think they're eventually going to be good at, I think that's what they need to work on. And it just feels like they're trying to work out their material whenever they're in front of a live crowd. And the connection just isn't quite there yet. But pretty soon, I think it will be. It just they need more practice, it feels like. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was good. It's just, it's just tough because, I mean, tonight, I, I, I just, we've got the deadline pay-per-view happening five weeks from now, almost six weeks from now. Um and i'm sure that'll be great but yeah like i, I think it's going to be rough till we get there yeah it's a ways away and there's some That's what building blocks we'll get into <laughs> <laughs> it's some building blocks that we're going to get into that i think are actually going to be good but it, it's a it's a ways away to this, as, as isa just told you yes <laughs> um Oh, man. I'm adding a couple mods in the chat. Uh, trusted members of the chat, if there's any issues tonight, please uh, feel free to help take care of them. Uh, so this was the start of the show. 
then our truth Grayson Waller had a match. Um, yeah, and Truth landed on his neck going for a cannonball. Do we know? Do we have a status update? What's going there on? There is I haven't seen one. No, yeah. And I was kind of looking throughout Twitter, and it did seem very real because of how awkwardly he landed, and he kind of bumped that top rope, and they went to a hasty finish. In to Grayson Waller's credit, he was made to just kind of be out there and stall for time because the match didn't go as long as it should have, and he just cut a pretty good basic heel promo, but. My thoughts are with R-Truth because he took a very nasty landing, probably a pretty bad injury to his leg, limped off very gingerly with the help of the training staff. So it doesn't look good for R-Truth. And um, it's too bad because, he I mean, this guy, like a lot of main roster stars, came off as a big star in NXT. But R-Truth one of those guys who's he's pretty much very much exposed on WWE TV. So everybody knew who he was. And he was very over the couple of weeks he was in NXT. Yeah. I mean, I hope he's okay. R-Truth, I think, is... is just uh like a multi-generational superstar at this point and if there's anybody who they shouldn't write him out if there's anybody who could be funny like in a gimmick where he's in a wheelchair our truth can slay doing that just if he's not able to wrestle just being a character in a wheelchair i think our truth would be hilarious no i agree um but yeah really, yeah really, i okay. i thought that if the first five minutes made you feel like we were in for a rough show this also took a turn to make the show very non-enjoyable because it looked real you're looking for updates there's no update so uh, i hope that everything's okay with our truth we'll see if we see any updates from them but this also did not help the pace of the rest of the show yeah and uh stay tuned to wrestling inc i'm sure we're all looking for updates just to make sure that he is doing okay. So Grayson Waller, oh man. I mean, so I've been critical of Grayson Waller, but for Grayson Waller to do that and have to cut a promo after that, like, man, that's probably not got to feel great. Yeah, but he, I mean, he did a good job adjusting and that's what live television is all about. That's something you're going to have to need to do. I mean, you remember that WrestleMania from a couple of years ago where there was a delay due to weather. And they just sent all these wrestlers out there to cut promos that weren't written, that just off the top of their head. And that's a skill that will serve you well in WWE. Yeah. Uh, Schism sat down with Vic Joseph to explain the newest member of Schism. Yeah, I love this. (laughs) I love this. Yeah. I can't believe that I ended my live stream saying my favorite thing on tonight's episode was schism. Those were words that I never thought I would word out. Shout out to Alfred because Alfred did say once Ava Rain joined them, then we're going to put the machine behind them and things were going to change. And I feel like not just her promo, because I thought she was great. And the things that they said make sense. It was everybody. The answers that they were given, some of the things that they were saying, everything clicked. I was like, you know, if you make it make sense, Things kind of work for the first time since Joe Gacy arriving in NXT. It made sense to me. Yeah. I, it was, yeah. No, go ahead, guy. I want to see footage of when The Rock sat down to be like, oh, she's being teamed up with an NXT performer. Let's check out. Let's check out what he's done. Oh, I thought you were going to say The Rock sat down with him. He was like, what are your intentions with my daughter? <laughs> <laughs> And Joe Gacy was like, we just want to help her, I promise. Don't We're just going to go out for some Kool-Aid. I'll have her back before midnight. I know I know she wants to be her own performer, and she absolutely deserves that chance. But, oh, my God, do I want to see a backstage segment with The Rock, like, interacting with Joe Gacy. Like, 
If the Rock, I'd like to see the Rock roast every member of the schism. I think they would start crying. Yes, oh but did you not love when they made that point of people asking things from Ava that they didn't yeah. earn or yeah. deserve or just using her for who she is? And oh man, I'm telling you, I was I was shook. I was like, I I did I I I didn't want to hate this, but I just never enjoy schism. And yes, last week I I I'm going to it a little more open minded, but I just it just organically made sense to me. I loved I loved this segment. Yeah. It was probably the best thing on the show for me tonight. And my favorite part is how self-aware everybody was. They know exactly why they're hated. You don't want to lean too much into what people are saying on Twitter, but that did become a big thing after Ava Rain joined. So they talked about specifically how they're being compared to other groups and they're mad that people are, are, are saying that she joined and stuff like that. And I think they did a good job conveying that. And also Ava Rain, like she's not the rock, but she can talk. She got the gift of gap yeah. from her dad. She yes, conveyed she her point across. And here's my thing. My hang-up with Ava Rain that I've been seeing all week is everybody saying, oh, that's what you're doing with the Rock's daughter, the Rock's daughter, this. What, you want her to raise an eyebrow and, like, drop the people's elbow? This is a different thing. Like, she's going to have to be completely different from her father in order to get over on her own. And I'm totally fine with this because she's a good performer. That's actually a good point, though, Lego Bricklick, you're saying. It's like this is, like, the opposite of the Charlotte Flair route. Yeah. And I respect Ava for yeah. that. Also, Thanks, and yeah. I, and okay. I love when she brought up that nobody guessed it was going to be her because nobody yeah. did. Nobody no did. That is the one thing that nobody had in their bingo card. I've been making literal bingo yeah. cards. Nobody had that there. So shout out to them. This was great. I love that they did a sit down and they had that pre-taped, you know, like let them perfect it because it really felt very well done. Yeah. Um, so, and I have to clarify, Iron Med's VR saying, I, I was not uh, criticizing Grayson Waller at all for cutting that promo after. I was saying it, it has to not feel good on some level do have to do that performance after you know that your opponent was legitimately injured. I mean, yeah. obviously that's his job to keep the show going on, to be professional, but on some level it has to feel like, Oh, now I have to kind of go negative on this guy that just got hurt. Yeah. Very right. similar to the hangman Adam page situation yeah. with John Moxley, where he got hurt and the show had still had like five, 10 minutes left and Moxley had to go out there and stretch. And it was very serious with hangman Adam page. So that had to be hard wondering whether or not he is serious injured and him having to cut that promo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we go, oh, let's have, we have some super chats here. Uh, Dylan Matthews saying uh, Duke should enroll in a flag waving course at Chase Hey, that's a good course idea. I like that. You can, you can measure uh, <laughs> or major in that. Uh, Calvin R. Alexander, the great pumpkin. <laughs> whooped Ross ass. When did it ever? Yes, and then Calvin also saying Ava Rain is making schism work. They're interesting now. Isn't that crazy? They have no choice but to work. You don't don't play around with the Rock's daughter this close to WrestleMania. They have no choice. Agreed. All three will be champions within six months. Oh yeah. I mean, crazier things have happened in the world of professional wrestling. They're just belts. Yeah. Um. So. After that, uh, let's see. We had some backstage interactions with Idris and Malik outside uh, HBK's door. And Javi, uh, we saw Zoe Stark and Nikita Lyons. They're going to have a little conflict. Indy Hartwell was there and uh, setting up a match for later. Then we had Thea Hale and Andre Chase. I like that at least. Okay, so Andre Chase today says some very nice stuff about Bodie. I like how they looked at the flag. I like they, they acknowledged it. You know, now granted, Tony D'Angelo also acknowledged when two dimes left, which I still don't think Tony D'Angelo is fully recovered from. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, uh, we had Thea Hale versus Keanu James. And uh, Keanu James got the win tonight. Duke Hudson not necessarily gelling with everything in Chase U. What did you think of this match, Alfred? And uh, the new, the all new, all different Chase U. Kind of a mid match, and Chase U looking different. They're going to go through some growing pains. I hope they lean on Andre Chase to get this thing back on track and have matches himself. I don't know if they're going to replace Bodie with somebody else who was supposed to do what Bodie was going to do. Or they're just going to move forward with this. But then they had, I can't even remember the gentleman's name, but he came in there and he's going to be another heel. So maybe they're going to do a tag team situation. But looks like they're still going in on Chase Hugh and they're going to tell some kind of story. Uh, Issa? Yeah, it just felt like it was kind of there. I actually thought that Doug Hudson was doing a good job at flag waving. It's a very hard job. People don't understand that. I thought he really embraced it. And for a first-timer... I thought he killed it. He has he has the triceps for it. So yeah, yeah, he it was great. It was great. Great flag waiver. Did you ever do rhythm rhythmic gymnastics, Isa? I was a cheerleader. Oh, okay, that's similar. Similar to rhythmic yeah. gymnastics. I just wanted to be in the marching band. I love drumline music. I think I would have been terrible at it, but I would have had a great time. <laughs> My brother was the drum major of his school band and uh, we went to a white school so we tried to get them to dance and do all that drumline stuff and it just didn't work yeah i was gonna so say uh <laughs> they were just like no he's just we like can't nope. do this. <laughs> interesting that's not how you do the wobble oh man uh so after that match charlie dempsey attacked chase but hudson came down to make the save charlie dempsey he's that's incredible what Yep. Who is Charlie Dempsey? He was around for a little bit during the black and gold era. And then I, he was like a pupil of Chase U. And then they just completely disappeared. Don't hmm. don't ask me. I see people on Dynamite every week and I still don't know their names. You really think I'm going to remember this <laughs> one? I think he was with the Thatcher. I think, Timothy Thatcher, I think he had something to do with that too. Oh, Sure. But yeah, they just yeah, people disappear and come back. Ah. <laughs> like Avengers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the snap, like Thanos. They just snap their fingers and there they come. Yes. Um <laughs> so what next? What happened next? We had Brooks and Dunn backstage with Fallon, and they were uh, served papers. You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Um, we don't know what they were. Yeah, from Keanu James's secretary. Yeah, so what's the point? Yes. Uh, Mr. Stone talked to Braun and Wes backstage. Continuing the build with Von Wagner, but let's talk about Odyssey Jones versus Big Body Javi. And Odyssey Jones, uh, he's back and he's getting wins. Issa, what did you think of this match? I love Odyssey Jones. Like when he comes out, it feels like good energy and good vibes. Mm-hmm. This is not a forced smile. Like sometimes, like I don't know, just to throw an example out there, Raquel, she just feels like she's forcing that smile. This guy just exudes positive energy, and I like that. You know, I can vibe with that. I 
this big body hobby. I know he's there like every week, but I never seem to remember him. Uh, but it was a great, it's great seeing Odyssey Young's back and getting the win. I was, I was okay with this. It was a match that was kind of there. There was a lot of just there matches tonight on NXT. Many people pointing out Charlie Dempsey is William Regal's son. Yes, he is. You can tell from William the hair H. now that I think about it. Triple H uh, wants William Regal to come home. That's all this is. Yes. But what do you think of uh, Odyssey's performance tonight, Alfred? Uh, I love Odyssey. I agree with Issa. I do think he just has something like a natural connection. He's been gone for a year, and these fans didn't forget. They were chanting for him. And it was a year ago, almost to the day, last year on Halloween, I dressed up as Odyssey Jones. So right. to commemorate that, that's why he chose today to come back. So great long-term booking for WWE. Best costume ever. Best costume ever. Uh, Jay Patterson, five dollars. Who can watch NXT? Who can watch NXT with Zoe Lex Luger when my city Philly is killing? Oh, who can watch? She's calling. Jay Patterson is calling Zoe Lex Luger, but how can you watch that when his city Philly is killing sports? See you November twenty seventh. Now I don't know. Yes. I feel like. I feel like Philadelphia must have like be the home to some new Illuminati headquarters or something is happening in that city. Yeah. Like it's super rare. Some some weird conspiracy. I'm on it. Illuminati, new headquarters, definitely in Philadelphia because things change yeah, out of the blue. Phil- and there's only one explanation for that. Illuminati confirmed Philadelphia. I agree. Philly didn't win anything for, for years, decades rather, as a sports franchise. Yeah. And now they're on top of everything. And he's talking about the 27. That's when the Green Bay Packers destroyed the Philadelphia Eagles. And mark my words, the Eagles, and I said this before the season, looking at their schedule, that cake schedule they have, the Eagles are going to be one of those teams that has the best record in the regular season and then loses in the first round of the playoffs. You heard it here first. They're losing in the first round of the playoffs. You're not getting even anywhere, with the, Phil. Even with the Illuminati being involved? Like, oh, yeah. you know, I don't I mean, know. Think about it. Declaration of Independence, Liberty Bell. People pulling the strings. Where did it all start? Philadelphia. Rocky, the stairs, Philly cheesesteaks. Come on, Alfred. Boys to men. <laughs> Rocky Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Come on. Come on. Kevin Hart. The also movie Philadelphia. <laughs> yes, that is one part of Philadelphia. I don't think it's, it's always sunny there. Think about uh, that. I don't think that's the type of history they want to make, but that, that is uh, definitely part of Philadelphia's history. Denzel was so good in that. I rewatched that like last year. And Tom Hanks was very good. Well-deserved Oscar, but Denzel was so good in that movie. Yeah, he was. And then, you know, what was on the other night, Inside Man. Inside Man is now joining my list with like Back to the Future and The Karate Kid. If Inside Man is on, I will just start watching Inside Man. Love that movie as well. We watched Philadelphia in my sophomore biology class because we were learning about diseases and AIDS and stuff like that. Mm. I learned nothing about AIDS. I just thought, well, that's a great movie, but I don't know anything about AIDS that I didn't know before. I thought you were going to go into like a different topic class. Like, why would you use that? No, I, I don't know why they showed us Philadelphia. They could have just told us how the actual disease works, but they showed us, like, here's a guy who had AIDS. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
there are some movies. It's like it's like Stand and Deliver. It's like I love that movie, but I associate it with being in math class. Yeah. Or Glory. Glory is a great example. Also with Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington is just like the king of like substitute teacher putting on a movie. Remember the Titans too? One of my history teachers was also the football coach. So he just showed us that when he didn't want to teach us. Oh, there you go. Um, and you know, I didn't see training day till last year. And that was one. What? what? I know, but it was kind of like the exorcist, like <laughs> pop, pop culture ruined training day by the time I watched training day. Because oh, I watched no. it and it was like I knew like I knew all the famous lines and the famous bit, like the exorcist, because it's like you see it parodied so much that by the time you watch the real thing, it doesn't have the same. If I would have watched it back uh, like when it first came out, I'm sure it would have absolutely blown me away. How great was Macy Gray in that movie, though? I mean, wasn't she? Do you remember? Did you have any reaction to Macy Gray when she was like freaking out of those people with a warrant? No, I don't. I don't remember. But again, it's been a year, and I watched it like late at oh, night while I was like okay. probably playing Fortnite at the same time. It's a great like, movie. What, yeah. I, I could argue that one it's one of my Denzel's favorites. Best. Flight, yeah, I think, is one of his best, and I thought he was incredible in Training Day. It's like top ten for me. I like I like Denzel in Men on Fire. Also, oh, I yeah. love him in that movie. Uh, he's just very good at what he does. But I love I love Training Day. But I like, I like, I don't know. Like, if you look at my favorite movies, my list is so screwed up. Like, it's like Fight Club, Training Day, The Exorcist. It's like, well, now we know what's wrong with me. Anyways, <laughs> let's move on. It all makes sense. <laughs> Things are clicking. <laughs> all great movies, by the way. Issa, did you read Dark the Knight? Dark Knight? Oh, yeah. Come on. Dark Knight for a while, I, I told people that was my favorite movie ever. But yeah. A couple, you know, a couple movies have passed it up for me. Issa, did you Which read Which ones? The... Hmm. Wait, what? Oh. wait, wait, wait. Wait, I wait. actually uh, liked the first Avenger, the Endgame. Avengers Endgame, I thought it was slightly okay. better than Dark Knight. Hmm. All right. Black anyway, Panther so 2. Black saying? Panther's better than Dark Knight as well. Issa, did you read the thrilling conclusion to Jess? Uh... No. No, oh, I yeah, haven't. You gotta read that. That's this Twitter oh, thread. Okay. Creepiest score. Stay the hell out of the woods. Read this Twitter I... thread that I retweeted. Super I creepy. legitimately almost FaceTimed you at 4 a.m. my time because my freaking lights outside went off. And I was like, this is all Glenn's fault. And I'm freaked out by this now. And I was going to FaceTime you at that time. Oh, man. That's why you stay out of the woods. It was a cat, by the way. It was a cat. But you stay out of the woods. Yes, Jess Zafaris is her name. Um, I uh, retweeted this gripping Twitter thread about, uh, Twitter thread about her uh, thrilling ordeal with being haunted in nature. Um, so back to NXT and all of this, by the way, we could just talk about training day for an hour, probably better than most of tonight's NXT. I mean, Agreed. I, love training. I might watch training day after this. There you go. Um, Me too. Me too. My Halloween, my Halloween rewatch, like fry my brain. Like, like I need some different, something that's not horror at this point for a couple of days. <laughs> We tried watching a bunch of horror movies last night. Uh, and we tried it over the weekend, but we watched like Elm Street 3 and 4. And then we watched the documentary, the like four hour long documentary about Nightmare on Elm Street. And that was yeah. good. But then we just kind of like picked some bad things that were just not great. We watched that movie Creep. But did you watch Season of the Witch? I, we watched that last Halloween. And I'm mm -hmm. so pissed that we watched that. My wife insisted we watch Season of the Witch last year. And I'm like, this is terrible. I've heard my entire it's life not, this is terrible. It's not a bad movie, Glenn. Come on. I mean, 
I guess it was a revealing twist spoiler alert when it turned out he was hooking up with a robot. Like, that yeah, was but the idea of somebody wanting to kill like the, all the kids in the country, like that, that's messed up. <laughs> Special ed teacher in the chat, uh, comparing me to Cheddar Bob in Eight Mile. Thank you for that. <laughs> well, I will say, Issa, it's, it's crazy you say that, like, you need a break from all these horror movies, so you're going to watch Training Day. One of the scariest scenes, or the scariest I've ever been for a character is when, he, when Denzel left Ethan Page high and dry in that room with those gangsters yes. to kill him. I was terrified for him. Oh yeah, Ethan Hawke, not you know, Ethan Page. You know, Ethan Hawke, yeah, okay. I'm in the wrestling. I'm in the wrestling mindset. Ethan Hawke, you're right. <laughs> you know what that is, Alfred? That's street shit. That is street shit. <laughs> we finally watched Trick or Treat last night, the anthology with the little pumpkin killer kid. That was pretty dope. The little like pumpkin sackhead kid. Do you ever see that from like 15 years ago? Yeah, I've seen that. Like, well, it's an anthology movie. It's a bunch of stories. But, man, you want to talk about yeah. dead kids. There are a lot of kids die in that movie. Yeah. yeah really messed up. Uh, but, yeah. And then Quantum Leap had an uh, exorcism episode last night that was very good. I enjoyed that. Thanks. So, back to NXT. Mandy Rose celebrated her one-year anniversary as NXT Women's Champion. Alfred, were you on the edge of your seat for this? I was not. But it was good that they gave her all of this fanfare i think she's done a great job as champion they made her look like a very dominant champion i did not like where this went i was really expecting no. some somebody that's a big deal to come and interrupt maybe from the main I roster know, and they I even know. gave him the big rollout with the smoke that came there and i'm just like who's it gonna be that's when there's no smoke, reaction there's, where there's smoke there's fire yeah, just... oh god <laughs> and then booker said it and i was like you didn't need to say that dude we got the joke we get it book yeah <laughs> Yeah, I I have to say when Mandy came to NXT, I would have never guessed it would lead on to this. The one thing that I did laugh about is that she was like, I'm not a centerfold, I'm not a Barbie, but like 90% of the video package was just her looking hot. And I was like, this video package is not doing any favors to what she's trying to like represent herself as. And just to be underwhelmed, like not, I, I like Alba Fire, but she's lost enough opportunities. And in and, and, and the end, and... Zoe had an argument about this backstage where Zoe was like, you earned this title matches. And I'm like, well, what has she done? Because at this point, Indy deserves it more than freaking Alba Fire. Yeah, and I'm afraid Alba Fire is going to win this. Like, she's getting another match against Mandy Rose after losing, and they've already done the year thing. So a part of me thinks that they might select Alba Fire to end this reign, and that ain't it. Just, I know yeah. Kayla Ray is great not, and everything, but this is not the character to do it. Point. Yeah, no, it's they're... a historic reign at this point. It should end by somebody that has earned it and, and has worked their way up. Yeah, I mean, strangely, there's no heat with Alba Fire in this view. Uh, <laughs> that's why only smoke came out in the fire to she's out. <laughs> um, we saw Apollo backstage confrontation with Von Wagner. Black Fiend, baby! <laughs> it looks like we're getting a triple threat with this uh, program. Are you are you gonna do a Black Fiend uh, pro wrestling bits? I should I should do a deep dive into the. I'm gonna fantasy book the next six months of the Black Fiend. I'm gonna lay down the blueprint. But I've got a couple of bits up before that. YouTube pro, at pro wrestling bits, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we got handles now. Yeah, I love the handles. Yes. I feel official with these handles. Yep. Um, and you have to pay eight dollars a month for them. <laughs> we do. No. 
No, Twitter. I was just making fun of your check marks that you're about to have to pay for them. <laughs> I didn't read that. Listen, I didn't ask for that goddamn check mark. They just gave it to me because I'm popping. But I'm not paying Twitter. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I know you had to pay $8 for your check mark. See, the South African Twitter thing, I've been telling you since day one. Elon Musk and the South African Twitter is going to, he's going to ruin it. My favorite thing is like a lot of people on Twitter were asking current mark system isn't flawed at all. Like you just said it, you're like, they just gave it to me. I know so many people that know someone on Twitter, that's how they got a check mark. And I'm like, what? what's the point? This system is also a flaw. You shouldn't go to someone and you shouldn't validate somebody's opinion or a person just because they have a check mark next to their name. So who cares? You know? It's a lot like apartheid where it's like the check mark people and the non-check mark people. So this sounds very- that's what, that's, what I, that's what I like about YouTube. While it is hard, you you want a check mark, a hundred thousand subscribers or not? Yeah. You know, like that's it. There's no other qualifications, and it's like, okay, thanks for making it impossible. I appreciate right. you, YouTube. They should make it to where you have to pay to tweet, if you know, or if you don't have a blue check mark, you got to pay. We've already proven ourselves in the blue check mark club. You should have to pay to tweet. That'll help it be less toxic. I'll tell you that. I can't wait for WWE fans zero eight five nine eight six seven five zero eight to have a blue check mark next to their name. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great no oh, i gotta look into this check mark dude. this is uh this is yeah oh man you're, you're you're not on twitter enough this is all everyone's talking about on twitter now uh oh so let's talk about scripts <laughs> scripts let's talk about this receptionist why is she never answering the phone like they need to hire a new person <laughs> scripts with the line you can screen my calls, but you cannot screen my fury. <laughs> that sounded like the scream monster. Yeah. From hello, Sydney. Can you please say in that voice, hello, Sydney? Yeah. <laughs> hello, Sydney. Yes! <laughs> Pop. Yeah. Oh, this preamp, this preamp just pays for itself every week. What's uh, your favorite scary movie? Say it. Say yeah. <laughs> Script. Okay, so here's the problem I have. We got scripts, we got T-Bar, and we got Schism. Like, only one can remain or put them all in the same faction. Like, stop with this. This is silly. Yeah, these are cold gimmicks are getting over, though. There's there's millions of them. They're popping up everywhere. You got the House of Black. You've got the Dark Order, the Judgment Day. Everybody's going dark. This is why it's time for ICP to return to professional wrestling. Yeah, if there ever was. One of my favorite uh, Sami Zayn memes was UCP. I thought that was yes. very funny. Yes. Um, so, Zoe Stark versus Indy Hartwell. With Indy Hartwell getting the win. Yeah, Zoe's going heel. She's going to turn on Nikita Lyons, and it looks like that's where they're going with this whole thing. So, Nikita going to do another job in this tag team title match that they're going to have next week, and Zoe and Nikita are going to go off and feud. Yeah, keeping an eye on Indy, though. She is on a winning streak. She needs to be in this Dexter Lumen yeah. storyline. I mean, they're incorporating Johnny Gargano. Why not just have Indy do this too? They had her as a reenactment. They could have had the actual Indy Hartwell play herself in the reenactment. Mm. I didn't. I didn't appreciate the snitching that Johnny Gargano did. I don't care where you're from, who you are. You don't snitch, yeah. no matter what. So I, he's, he's not invited to the cookout. <laughs> yeah. Why is everybody <laughs> celebrating this? It's like Johnny Gargano's gonna tell on you. Like that's just giving. And he's telling on everybody. I I have renamed him Johnny Snitching instead of Johnny Rappling. Johnny Snitching is hilarious. 
Uh, then we had Cora Jade versus Valentina Feroz. Why? Cora getting the win. It was ladies night on NXT tonight, I'll tell you that much. A lot of women matches. Yeah. It was a fun match. And then Wendy Chu came in after. Yeah. And what I, like, what I liked about this is that they had that segment with Sanga backstage where he's no longer the big teddy bear. He can't accompany Valentina out to the ring. But in the background, you did see Wendy Chu and she ended up being a part of this. That's something you're seeing a lot with in Triple H to where you have to pay attention to what's going on in the background. And I like that. Yes. Lately, he just hasn't been very oozy. <laughs> it's like a brick collector saying NXT wasn't oozy tonight. My next pro wrestling bit is about Sami Zayn and how oosiness is taking over. Oh, I WWE. can't wait. Oosie mania is running wait. wild. I've been saying, go back to 2016 when I started on this podcast. And I said, one day Sami Zayn will be the biggest star in all of WWE. And nobody believed me. I think I might have been with you on that. He was my favorite guy in NXT. I thought he, when I saw him as world champion, as a babyface, I was like, this guy is next. Uh, Kelvin, R. R. Kelvin R. Alexander, $5, saying this eventual Zoe versus Nikita feud will not be well received. I mean, Nikita's winning that feud. I mean, some of the best matches Nikita Lyons has ever had because yeah. Zoe Stark is a great worker. I mean, she will know how to get great matches out of them. They're both super athletes. I think these are going to be good matches between Nikita and Zoe. I do think they're rushing it a little bit, but I think the matches are going to be fine. Toxic Attraction needs to go to the main roster. Like, Mandy... Yeah, this time. Like, don't wait for Mandy to set the record. Mandy shouldn't... No one should beat Asuka's record. Like Mandy and Toxic Attraction. She's far from it. that one, but she might actually beat um, Shayna. Shayna. Mm-hmm. They yeah, did maybe. show old Otis alongside Mandy Rose, and Otis has been growing his hair out. I don't know if they're going to reprise that, but I would have no problem if they picked up the Otis Mandy Rose storyline. Were Otis and Chad Gable not the MVP of last night's Raw? God, Did you guys they, see it? I, I'm so, so sad good. that not many people saw it because that was incredible. It was perfect. Yes. I, I never thought about that, but I mean, they were perfect for the Chippendale sketch. It was great. Wow. It was fun. <laughs> um, so backstage, Tony D and Stax. I don't like now that Stax is more Tony's sidekick rather than like his minion. I don't agree with that necessarily. They seem like a little too presenting them a little too equal, but I did like that Electro Lopez was there, and I'm telling you, the Electro Lopez Tony D'Angelo connection is money if they go that route. Yeah, she should join them. Yeah, I was thinking about that too when I saw the interaction. I was like, ooh, and, and Tony D kind of put her over to after she walked away. I'm excited to see where this goes. Is Tony D clear yet? Because he's lost so much momentum from WrestleMania oh, yeah. when he beat Champa. And I get that he got injured, but we need we need him back. We need him back. Yeah, I think I like that they're keeping injured. him on TV somehow, right? Like at least they're yeah. they're they're reminding you that he's still there. And that's a good sign because I think if he wouldn't have gotten injured, he would have been wrestling. Maybe he would have won that ladder match. Who knows? But he is currently staying on TV, and they're doing something with him, so that's good to see. Yes, uh, Dream Realm Studios. Good to see you. Wants to know how's your dad. Oh, he's doing fantastic. We're very happy at the household to see him back on television. We were worried that he might lose his job. We wouldn't know where our next meal is coming from, but that's not the case. Daddy Saxton 
Yeah, I, I I tweeted at you. I was like, that was a great investigative piece by your father. Good Absolutely. Stuff. And I shouted, I put it over and, uh, you know, did very well. A lot of people are very excited about WWE investigates in real time. I think they should be doing this every week because what I liked about this is they really did go through the storyline and explain it to you and advance it. And I think they should do this with other storylines. Yeah. As long as dad's on TV. That's the key. Um, I hear they're going to do a future WWE investigates about Byron Saxon's love child. So <laughs> it might, if my phone starts ringing, you'll know why. Where is Sammy Sainz's conspiracy theory videos? That's all I'm waiting for. <laughs> yes. Um, so let's see. Uh, okay. Chat's been so thank you to the chat and our new moderators tonight, by the way, for uh taking care of things, keeping Hell stuff yeah. on lock. Appreciate it. The real MVPs. Yeah, Ricky Dream Realm, Dylan, Justine, Kelvin. Thank you all uh tonight, Dylan, everyone for helping out. Um, so let's talk about this main event tonight. Pretty deadly putting their tag team championships on the line against the makeshift tag team of Wesley and Braun Breaker. And uh, I got to admit, when Breaker did the slam on both members of Pretty Deadly, I was like, they're not doing this. They can't. I will stop watching NXT if they do this. But uh, Carmelo Hayes interfered, costing Wes and Braun the tag team gold. Alfred, what did you think of this match? And... uh, this angle in this finish. I thought it was a fine match. It's funny because early in the show, when you saw Von Wagner getting involved with Braun Breaker, you're just thinking, okay, so the finish is going to be Von Wagner is going to screw over Braun Breaker and they're not going to win the titles. And they didn't win the titles, but it was because of Carmelo Hayes. So it was a whole nother reason. But I think it was hurt by the fact that I just thought because of Von Wagner, this isn't going to be a title change. And you knew that they were just doing this to set up a future feud. So I wasn't really that interested in this match, but it was a good match. Yeah. Isa? Yeah, I thought it was a fun match. I, it, the ending was predictable. I was happy to see that it was... Uh, so I went through that up and down because I was happy to see that it was Carmelo, and then I was like, well, at least it wasn't Von Wagner and then Von Wagner shows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I was like, oh, great. And then we saw Apollo, and then we saw JD, and I was like, what are we doing like, what is Braun Breaker's next feud here? I, I'm confused, but yeah, fun match, but it felt predictable. I kind of knew that they weren't going to become double champs and it was going to end in some weird DQ. So, uh, yeah, it felt like a very thrown together at the last minute NXT for me. It just wasn't it. It wasn't very oozy, like Lego said earlier. It was as if they were like, let's build this show around Bodie Hayward. And they like wrote all this script. And then he got fired. They're like, okay, we got to rewrite the show. And so they had to do it this way. It felt very AW. They kept talking about next week's match. And I'm like, but what about this week? Like, if this show doesn't mean anything, because next week looks pretty stacked. (laughs) Man, you watch that. Okay. Like, we're done covering NXT. I think we spoke (laughs) about these. But you want to. I'm not too happy about it. You want to talk about. We've been critical about that Drake Maverick angle that they ran during the pandemic and the cuts. If you want to see. The real devastation, sadness, confusion of being cut from the roster, like captured in real time. Watch Bodie's video today 
And again, it makes me, it just further sort of drives home. It was like Drake worked us all with that. I still contend that he did not work us. I just felt like it was so authentic and it got over so well. That when you get to the back. end, when you get to the end, okay, at the beginning, 100%, and the tears, and I, I, I believe that came from a real place. I'm not doubting his sincerity. But at the end, that when he starts putting over his upcoming match and tournament, because that's his last chance to show his all, it's like, that's when it's like, no, this is a freaking promo. Okay, so was Bodie Hayward working us all? Or will we see him back in a couple of months? Because he didn't even have an ending. He didn't end. <laughs> like, he ended with, like, and I guess we'll see what happens in 30 days. Like, he didn't say, like, and that's why you need to come out and see me this weekend. Like, yeah. And he did say his real name. Like, yeah. Brady Booker, I believe it was. Yeah, this it was real, and it bummed me the F out. Yeah, it was very sad to watch. And the Drake Maverick story was great, but that's the problem. Is it was it was a story, and that's where I feel a little hooked in at the end. You know? Yeah. Um, man. So that was NXT this week. What is next for the schism? What is next for Scripps? What other creepy characters are going to be joining us in NXT? Who is Scripps? Do we know? Is it is that Ava Rain too? <laughs> It's going to be The Rock's other daughter. It's going to be... Sure, saying, is Bodie Hayward scripts? If Bodie Hayward's scripts, I will rail against that ah! too. Be, God damn it, NXT worked me again. Scripps is going to be The Rock's three-year-old daughter. That's my pick. Nicholas. Nicholas is coming back to wrestling. Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Um, yeah, I don't know who scripts. No idea. Drake Maverick. Isn't Drake a producer now? Oh, I didn't know that. No, I, I, maybe. What he was. What happens if the receptionist actually picks up the phone? Does he ask to be transferred to like a different department, or is he just gonna start telling her these things? That would be funny if like a receptionist picked up and he didn't expect it. He's like, "Oh, well, uh, yeah. I, I know. <laughs> uh, do you have an accounting department?" <laughs> Hi, this is Scripps. You know, wasn't wasn't expecting to pick up. Um, I don't know. Can you? Uh, I don't, I don't know if it's HBK in. But no, 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 don't, don't transfer me. Just send me straight to his voicemail. I don't want to actually talk to him. I just have a voicemail to leave. Uh, so just just promise me you won't pick up. Okay, thank you. Transfer me. Bring, bring. Okay, I'm going to leave this voicemail. Okay, HBK, okay. And then I'm like, what? Hello? HBK? Oh, uh, sorry, wrong number. <laughs> That's how you tell a story, goddammit. <laughs> he just keeps calling until he's able to leave a voicemail. I've done that before. I've done that before where I really wanted to get someone's voicemail. So I called on one line and then purposefully called on the other knowing it goes straight to voicemail. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't uh, even have my voicemail set up. I don't either. It just gives out the number. I think there's something you can do on your phone. I think it's Palin 52 where it'll go straight to somebody's voicemail. I don't, I don't, I don't. Oh, Okay. Write that down, scripts. Well, you want to know the, the the big voicemail hack. If you're leaving that voicemail and you're just like, this was a horrible mistake, hit <laughs> hit star. If you hit pound, it'll stop the recording and give you an option to delete. But if you hit star, oftentimes it will just say voicemail deleted and it'll start over the recording. Oh, just don't leave a voicemail and send a text. 
I've uh, I've done the voicemail before where I keep deleting it and trying again because I want to leave like the perfect voicemail for someone. Like I had one time, I don't remember where it was. But the worst is the outgoing message because the outgoing message, when I have had them, I always want it to sound perfect. So I will sit there and record that like 50 times. Man, you are a perfectionist, see? What do you think Scripps' voicemail sounds like? Like, I, uh, this is Scripps. Uh, if you're dialing from star 69, uh, you have the wrong number because it wasn't me that called you. <laughs> Otherwise, please leave a message. Oh, and if you're calling about the Volvo I'm selling on Craigslist, it's already been sold. <laughs> Volvo. Volvo. That's great. <laughs> oh. Oh, Frank. <laughs> Roman wants a Volvo, it sounds like. Just, just the day in the life of Scripps, you know? It's just... Uh... Uh, hi, uh, Lisa. This is uh, Scripps. Uh, you gave me your number at Starbucks the other day. <laughs> And, uh, just, you know, I wanted to wait three days before I called you. They say you should wait three days. But the truth is, I really felt like we had a vibe. You know, Lisa and Scripps. Maybe our couple name would be La Scripps. And, uh, you know, maybe we could get together sometime. And maybe we could go back to that Starbucks, but not individually, like, together. And we could have coffee and talk about life. Uh, you know, I'm a big, uh, really into the arts. Really a sensitive guy. I really believe in astrology. I don't know what your sign is, but I'm sure it's one that's, uh, compatible with mine. I just have that feeling. I'm an Aries, by the way. So, uh, you know, I just, I'm very sensitive, very perceptive of people. And uh, just uh, give me a call back when you can. Thanks again. Uh, this is Scripps. Oh, and uh, if this isn't Lisa and someone gave me a fake number, uh, I apologize. Just delete this message. Unless, unless you're single, uh, in which case, maybe give me a call. And maybe if we have a vibe, we can also go get coffee. Thank you so much. This is a building. This is a voicemail that I have actually gotten, and that's the reason why I never set a voicemail again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was he in Aries too? <laughs> yeah, was he in Aries? I mean, scripts has got to be tough, right? How do you make calls like that? How do you make calls like that? You're just like, hello, Domino's. Uh, I'd like to order a pizza. Uh, I would like, I would like ten pizzas, two with pepperoni. And the rest all vegetarian. Uh, no, this isn't a prank call. This is just how my voice sounds. My name is Scripps. S C R Y P T S. No, it does not say that on my birth certificate. I had 11 years old. I thought this would be a cool name, so I changed my name to Scripps. And uh, I would like for you to deliver some pizzas to me. Again, not a prank call. I will give you my credit card now. You can charge it and put a hold. I will not. I will not uh, ghost the driver. And if you could draw a dinosaur on the pizza box, that would be great as well. Thank you so much. What? <laughs> Scripps. I like this kind of nebulous, like <laughs> awkward scripts that, that, that you're building up. It's very human. And I think this is going to be better than what they do with scripts. Yeah. 1,000%. Yeah. You know? Do you think I mean, Scripps gets mad when they misspell his name at Starbucks? Oh, my God. Hi, this is Scripps. I was in your Starbucks earlier today. <laughs> and the barista, I met this girl, Lisa. She gave me her number. I think it's going well. She's going to call me back. I called her and left a message. I think she called me back. But I was calling because I actually wanted to complain. I was getting my oat milk latte. I like the oat milk. I used to be a soy milk guy, but now oat milk gets creamier. And I think it's better for you. It's got more fiber. But I wanted to complain because your barista said, what's your name? And I said, Scripps. 
And now my birthday, she wrote on the cup, S-C-R-I-P-T-S. But that is not how you spell my name. My name is Scripps with a Y. S-C-R-Y-P-T-S. And uh, I'm personally offended. And the only thing that can make this better is uh, perhaps if you compensate me with a $20 Starbucks gift card. My name is Scripps. Thank you. <laughs> Got to be tough, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Scripps is over, man. It's got to be tough. It's got to be tough, you know? I mean, you, you sound like that on the phone, and it's just people have a perception of you, you know? Yeah, you don't. You never get the guy in real life. It'd be funny if his real life his voice is high pitched and he sounds nothing like that. Yeah. <sighs> and that concludes my scripts material. That I have to <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> you do Let's do scripts as Kanye West. Come on, or that's out. Oh, you, can do it. you can do it. Here we go. <laughs> Okay, uh, so uh, Issa, let's say Scripps is calling a party line. <laughs> and let's say you're on the party line and you're a female. Okay. And you're talking, and you're talking to Scripps. Uh-huh. You know, how would that go? You know, if it's like, hi, party line. It's like, hey there, this is Scripps. Are there any, uh, are there any fun ladies on the party line tonight? Yes. Hi, Scripps. What's going on? Hi there, you sound hot. What's your name? <laughs> you guys need a moment? I could, I could. Just... <laughs> so, uh, uh, attractive woman on the party line. Tell me a little about yourself. Uh, hang so. <laughs> <laughs> Why does this always happen to scripts? Why? People judge me by my voice. It's the pain of my existence. <laughs> it's tough, man. It's tough for scripts, you know? Script is already over in this podcast. Does scripts like to do uh, prank phone calls? <laughs> That's the problem. Everyone thinks it's a prank phone call, you know? Hey, this is your neighbor, Scripps. I'm just calling to see, is your refrigerator running? No, this isn't a prank. I'm wondering if our power's out. I just need to know. Did we blow a circuit breaker? My refrigerator's not working. Scripps, you know. Hi, this is Scripps. I'm calling uh, this, this adult line for some adult company. So, what are you wearing? No, this isn't a prank phone call. My name is Scripps. This is how I sound. <laughs> Tough, man. Can we do the next podcast with U.S. Scripps the entire time? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be able to, like, stop laughing. <laughs> no, no, here we go. NXT Hotline. Hi, I'm your host this week, Scripps. Thank you for calling our 900 number. I'm here to give you... Hot rumors and gossip about what's going on in the world of NXT. Gene Oakland's gimmick. Big plans are in store for a hot, young, mysterious wrestler named Scripps. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sheet Black, thanks for the super chat. Dylan Matthews saying book Scripps apartments fun. Yeah. <laughs> 
Thank you all for coming to my bar mitzvah. I'm Scripps. I came into this bar mitzvah a boy, but today I am a man. Oh, no. A man named Scripps. Do the part in Hebrew where you, you know, read the Torah. Rukatad Unai. Malahenu Malakalam. Asher Kineshanu. Oh, my God. Welcome to Wrestling Inc. After Dark with Scripps. Tonight, it's going to get saucy on Wrestling Inc. After Dark. (laughs) Scripps. All the kids love Scripps. Scripps is hella over. We love you, Scripps. People are going to be so disappointed with the actual payoff for Scripps. Based on how excited yeah. they are about this, they're going to say, wait a minute, that's not as good as what they're doing on wrestling. She's black saying, uh, plug your other channel. I don't have another YouTube. I've got like, I, I need to start doing more on YouTube. I need to. Yes, you do. Yes, you he, do. He doesn't know yet, but he will have another channel as scripts. Yes, yeah. he's saying this alone's worth the super chat. I can barely breathe. Thank you. <laughs> Believe me, I mean, this, this is this is the censored version of scripts. Believe me, there's some other places these calls could have gone. I was like, I'm going to keep this PG-13. For the people. <laughs> I love scripts. Fantastic. I'm going to respond to the voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Well, I think we should end on this high note. Thank you, everyone, for coming out tonight. We will see you Friday. Tomorrow night, AEW coverage. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting DMs from people. <laughs> 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 It's happening. Scripps is going to be the new Usi. Everybody loves Scripps. Uh, okay. Issa uh, said, I only see Demon Diva. That's Diva with a one. Alfred said, This is nasty. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. Have a good night, everyone. Until next time, we'll catch you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care and good night. You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.